Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, I'm Ed. This is the Summer Faith in Kids podcast. Summer's here and it's not just in my mind and it doesn't matter if the summer sun isn't shining. It is the summer. Jam, how are you feeling about these podcasts? I'm really excited about this podcast because we're looking at themes throughout the Bible. So it's been brilliant that you've been going through Mark's Gospel on Facebook. But actually what's really cool is when you take a theme and you see it all over the Bible... That genuinely gets me excited in a way that listeners might not have heard before. <laughs> listeners may never have heard Jam this excited. Yeah. What a thought. There yeah. are lots of listeners thinking, I'm nervous. Yeah, because I thought be. I thought I'd heard Jam excited. Now, well, there we go. So today's theme is going to be introduced for us by Josh, and you have to guess what it is. So here is the world, according to Josh. Take it away. Sir. It's like really sunny or something, like the sun. That's what it is. Sun. Sun gets in your eyes. Torch. Or candles. Okay, Ed, you're his dad. What was he talking about? That was light. That was Josh explaining what he thinks light is like. And if you've been on this journey with us already this week, you'll know that on Monday, I did a family Bible time in the first three verses of Genesis. When we heard God say, Yeah, let there be light. And I love saying that. And one, it's really fun to do it when you turn on the bathroom light, because the bathroom light also makes a clunk sound, doesn't it? So n- next time you walk into the bathroom, Say to yourself, let there be light. And then actually you can't make it light, but God can. So so God said, let there be light and then turn on the bathroom light. And you will have that power of light in the darkness. Absolutely. Then DIY Tuesday, we saw Jesus coming into the world as the light of the world. He is the light. A thing that we uh, did when my kids were smaller, and you might want to try, it's quite fun. It costs a pound. 
is if you go to a pound shop, you, you can get some glow sticks. You can normally get like 20 in a thing. And what we used to do was turn out all the lights in their bedroom and then hide 20 glow sticks or 10 glow sticks or whatever in various places so that you walk in and it's dark. But as they start to wander around and they open drawers and stuff, they have to find all the glow sticks. And then the best thing to do is the glow sticks keep glowing. Have, have bath time in the dark with the glow sticks. <laughs> Amazing. We've done it too, Jam. So you get to say, if you've never bathed with a glow stick in the dark, you haven't lived. You haven't. It's That's a scientific fact. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jesus came into the world as a far more dramatic glow stick than we'll ever understand. Talking of scientific facts. Yes. It's a fun fact fight off. I've got some amazing facts for you. Uh, and they're questions. So here we go. Fun facts fight off. The pale-throated sloth which lives in trees, swings through the branches in total darkness because it's nocturnal. How does it do that safely? How does it know in the dark whether a branch will hold its weight or whether it will snap? Can you work it out? I mean, I could have a go at bats. Yeah. I could have a go. I think the birds use a similar principle, but I just don't believe a sloth has sonar. How does this a sloth will... do it, Jam? It smells. It uses its sense of smell to smell the sap in the tree. No. And if it can't smell sap in the tree, that means the tree's dead and the branch will break and it's not going to touch it. It won't take its weight. So it can smell a healthy tree in pitch black and knows whether it will take its weight or not. Honestly. Yeah, it's holding his head because his I mind just... is nearly blowing. Look. People come to the Faith in Kids podcast jam for that kind of fact. That's the pale-throated sloth in the northern Amazon forests. Isn't that exciting? I want to thank you, Jam, for the depth of my heart for that fact. <laughs> I'm going to tell two people that fact today. Yeah. So one of the things that we're thinking about is the fact that you've got light and you've got dark. So in the dark, you know, the, the rules are slightly different. So, um, And then the other thing is... How many Christmas lights do you need for your house to be visible from space? <laughs> That's not a thing. That's it not is a th thing. Yeah. And some people at a university have actually worked it out. They were inspired by a movie called Deck the Halls, where this guy, he was obviously a deranged dad, wants his house to have so many Christmas lights it's visible from space. And so they actually worked it out and discovered that the movie wasn't that far off. And that actually you need 2,683 LED lights um, and then your house will probably be visible from the International Space Station. I mean, that's incredible. And so the other third fun fact we've had before, I'm just going to mention it again. We looked at this theme of light when we looked at Ephesians. And in episode seven, Children of Light, we talked about a light that was left on for 77 years uh, in a cafe in Los Angeles and it was left on a neon strip light. It was covered up. They built a wall in front of it, forgot to turn the light off and it was left on for 77 years and it was covered up all that time. And so, and we worked out that over 77 years, that probably added about $17,000 to their electricity bill um, just to keep a light on that nobody could see. We're about to hear in the Bible passage how Jesus says you can't hide the light. So Anna is going to read that passage for us. Thanks, Anna. Take it away. Matthew 5, 14 to 16. 
You are the light that gives light to the world. A city that is built on a hill cannot be hidden. And people don't hide a light under a bowl. They put the light on a lampstand. Then the light shines for all the people in the house. In the same way, you should be a light for other people. Live so that they will see the good things you do. Live so that they will praise your Father in heaven. Ed? Yes? What are you doing? I've got the darkest, biggest blanket in our house and I am putting it over my camera. So I am under here... And, and if people want to watch this, they're going to have to tune into Facebook or YouTube on the Faith in Kids channel. They are. We will undoubtedly to show see what this. Ed is doing. Okay. What is that in your hand, Ed? Okay, I've got a match in my hand. Okay. Right. Now this absolutely <laughs> is not something to do without an adult. Or with an adult. Or, or with, with an, an adult. adult. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving this up to you. And adults only, only may ever light matches. I need to say that. But the point is, is that. To experience darkness, you have to be in the dark. I am now in the dark with a camera and I can't see anything. Now, we learn in Genesis 1 that darkness and silence was what there was before God spoke. And then we learn in John 1 that Jesus came into the world as the light. I'm going to light my match and see the huge change or you in a dark room as a family can do this. It's worth doing because you need to understand the difference Jesus makes to our world. Listen for the match. When Jesus steps into the darkness, everything changes. Now I have here a candle, which is you and me. This candle cannot light itself. You and I cannot light ourselves. Jesus is the one who makes us light. So people now cannot see Jesus, but what he has left is his light in us. Light a candle in a dark room. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. You're not waiting till you get to a certain age. You're not saying girls are better at it than boys. You're not saying this is only for men. You're not saying you have to be white or you have to be black or you have to be from a certain country. Jesus says if we're trusting in him, we are the light of the world. Maybe you even want to say that. If you're trusting in Jesus, say out loud, I am the light of the world. It sounds ridiculous to say it. And that's why Jesus goes on to say, You cannot hide the light. There's no way to hide it. If you do this at home with your family, you light a candle in a dark room, you can't hide the light. It's impossible. Now, we are the light. So the only question to ask now is how are we going to be the light in our communities? What are you good at? How can you serve others so that they can see the light? And let me leave you with questions. These are going to be in the show notes. 
Take time to talk about them. Take time to ask your parents because you'll quickly discover that they find these things as hard as you do to work them out. I find these things hard to work out. It's good to hear each other struggling through it together. For threes to fives, what do we need when it is dark? Fives to sevens, how are we like Jesus? Eights to elevens, how has God gifted you? What are you good at? How can you use that to show the light of Jesus to others? And finally, over elevens, what can we say to ourselves if we feel like hiding the light? Brilliant. We'll put those in the show notes and you can look at, look for those and talk about them when the podcast is over because we're not quite done yet. So on today's feature, Challenge Ed, we have a hidden picture object quiz. Ed, do you know what that is? No. Well, I mean, sorry, you've just said it's a hidden picture object quiz. So I'm yeah. assuming there's some hidden pictures objects. Well, actually, there's one picture with lots of objects hidden in it. And... And this is a thing. So if you start Googling hidden picture object quizzes, you will find dozens and dozens of things which have got pictures, but there are pictures within pictures. Okay. So I have for you the three little pigs right. with 15 hidden objects in it. And I'm going to give you 45 seconds to find as many as you can. Okay. okay. And, um, and basically everyone at home can, can play along or do it afterwards and see if they can get more than you. And there'll be a link in the show notes to this. Um, and then other objects that they can also find in the same picture. Okay. So, Ed, yes. you've got 40, 45 seconds on the clock. Uh, you're looking for... And just shout out the object when you've seen it. Okay. Okay. Right. Ready? Three, two, one, go. I found the domino. I found the envelope. I found the snail. While Ed is doing that, I... Um, I, I'm going to tell you about the picture. The picture is three little pigs the with the wolf okay. in the pot yeah, and they are laughing at him. And seahorse. I have to say, what is quite, quite an uncharitable way, but I guess the wolf was trying to eat the three pigs and therefore they could be I forgiven for finding him about to be cooked. So I suppose that's fair enough. Ed has 10 seconds left and he's just found There's the no pencil. pencil. This There's is no excellent pencil news. To find. There's that's a brush. Annoying. Three, two, no, you're joking. One, what? Go. Arrow. Done. Done. No, so, that, how many objects did you find? That was terrible. I kept finding objects that weren't in the list. Oh. Okay, well, I found that, the domino, that, the envelope, the snail, the seahorse, the mountains. I only found five. So, Ed did five. Oh. Uh, after the show, why don't you go and look that up? See if you can beat five uh, in 45 seconds and then see how long it takes you to get all 15. And then click another link. And you will be able to find another whole bunch of items to find in this rather baffling picture. But uh, but yeah, so that was the challenge. And the reason I chose it is because we don't want to hide our light, do we? We are light. We are light. And actually, light. Um, the only way to stop being light is to cover it up. And we don't want to do that. We are. We want to let our light shine, don't we, Ed? We do. That's what we've learned today. Okay, we're nearly done. And if parents have been listening to the Faith in Parents podcast, there's one episode called Read, Pray, Sing. And that's a really good way of just doing any Bible time, any family devotion, as you read the Bible, maybe you talk about it, 
you pray and then you sing. We're going to come to the sing in a minute, but pray, Ed, why don't you pray? Let's pray together. Dear Father, thank you that you created light. Thank you that you created light by speaking so that we could understand the truth. Thank you that Jesus came into the world to be the light of the world. And thank you for the miracle that by trusting in him, we are the light of the world. Not by doing, not by trying, not by getting old enough, but by trusting in Jesus, we become the light of the world. Help us to understand how we can help others to see more of Jesus by being the light of the world in front of them. Amen. Amen. Read, tick, pray, tick, sing. Our friend Michael J. Tinker has a song on this exact passage, which he's going to teach us so that we can sing it together in our families. And let's do that. Let's actually sing. Even if we feel a little bit self-conscious, it might not be our natural game, but let's give it a whirl. God tells us to sing. Over to you, Michael. Hello, everyone. It is uh, Michael here on board the JBI Starship Juniper. Yes, we are coming to you from deep in outer space. Um, We're apparently in space. No one can hear you sing, but it's not true. Everybody can hear Michael sing, which is quite painful. Sorry, this is Mr. Grumpy. Oh, yeah, yeah, they can't see me, can they? No, 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 it's kind of like a radio or podcasting thing. I'm podcast like bad for the environment. No, I think those are the little pods with coffee. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, so this is Mr. Grumpy. He's our chief navigator on board uh, the Starship Juniper. We're here today to uh, share with you a song. We are. So what's it about? Well, it's actually taken from Matthew chapter 5. You see, we know that Jesus is the light of the world. You know, in Matthew 5, Jesus also says that his followers are the light of the world. Really? Yeah. So is the song any good? Uh, well, how about we learn it? Okay, let me uh, grab the guitar. I'll get my spoons. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Grumpy. Now, I'm going to teach you uh, the chorus, um, which goes something like this. Goes, let your light shine, let it shine throughout the day. Let your light shine, let it shine in every way. Let the blessing you've received be a blessing to all those who are in need. Who are in need. So there you go, the chorus. Um, uh, just keeps repeating like that. So uh, the main bit is, let your light shine. Let it shine in every way. Let the blessing you've received be a blessing to all those who are in need. <laughs> I like that bit. Who are in need. Uh, yeah, so you guys can do that. And then the chorus, the verses um, just go um, east and west. You shine it to the east and shine it to the west. Then the next one is you shine it to the left and shine it to the right. And then the third one is you shine it to the sky and you shine it to the ground. Are we ready, everybody? Let's have a sing through uh, the chorus, verse one, and then the next chorus. And then we'll sing the whole thing together. Here we go. Let your light shine. Shine it to the east. 
Thanks, Michael. Thanks for listening. Do look for those questions in the show notes to talk about them uh, in our families and repricing. That's the formula. Thanks for listening. Cheers, Ed. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Let your light shine. Let it shine throughout the day. Let your light shine. Let it shine in every way. Let the blessing you receive be a blessing to all. For threes to fives, what do we need when it is dark? Fives to sevens, how are we like Jesus? Eights to elevens, how has God gifted you? What are you good at? How can you use that to show the light of Jesus to others? And finally, over elevens, what can we say to ourselves if we feel like hiding the light? Sky and shine it to the ground Let everybody know God's love shines around Let your light shine Let it shine in every way Let the blessing you've received Be a blessing to all those who are in need Who are in need Hey Paul, we are finished!